Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going pretty well, buddy. I think you say that every single time. I'm waiting well, for something different, but you are consistent in well, your answer. Well, Ed McMahon always said, hi, Johnny. There you go. So I said, <laughs> well, my friend, you are no Ed McMahon. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm no I've, Johnny Carson. My waistline's a little bit smaller. Yes. That's yes. what I used to say all the time. <laughs> But anyway, I'll practice that if you want me to. That's okay. That's okay. I don't want to. I, I like your standard answer. Issue. Yeah, I know what to expect from you. Yeah. <laughs> but man, here we are in the beginning of Lent, right? We we just passed the first Sunday of Lent, and you know we should all have our Lenten practices, you know, all buttoned down for for the rest of Lent, and and you know I just I love the season of Lent. It is such a gift if we look at it the right way. You know, if we're if we're really grasping the opportunity that God puts in front of us for just this inner reflection and this this time to really look at our lives and and to really tie ourselves close to Christ to to this journey that he's about to go on and he's going to take us along with him on and you know towards his passion into his crucifixion and into his eventual resurrection but the one thing i always wonder and this is something that i've learned over the years you know when i first was catholic i was you know the biggest thing for me for lent was what are you going to give up you know, that's, and you kind of hear that around, you know, this mm-hmm. time of year, you, what are you giving up? What are you giving up? It's almost like a contest to see who's got the coolest thing they gave right. up. I'm not going to sleep at all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up sleeping, that's you right. know, but Continuous it's. Continuous prayer. Right. But there's something, you know, we get caught up in a lot of that. And I wonder sometimes, like, even though the, the season of Lent is a gift, are we truly opening it? Like, are we, are we truly going as deep as, as we can in this Lenten practice? And, and the reason that I ask this is because. You know, I used to do a lot of the things where I'm just giving up something easy for me, or I'm I, I'm going to give some outward sign of giving something up, like, but there was no true transformation on the inside. Not drinking Diet Coke, right? right and, yeah. and and I found myself a lot of lengths, you know, over the years, a lot of times giving up something that that I wound up failing on, mm-hmm. and it and and before I failed, I was irritable and I was usually a jerk because I was you know withholding this thing for myself that I wanted, whether it was chocolate or a beer or whatever it was that I'd given up that year. And I started to look at it over time and go like, wow, does God really want me behaving this way? Does God really want me, you know, being this way to people around me because I, I'm, I'm doing something. Being like a holy jerk. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm holy, but I'm being right. a jerk. And it yeah. brings you back to this whole, you know, are we focusing too much on the exterior, mm-hmm. that thing to give up without understanding the true meaning of why we're doing it, right? It, it's to, you know, the, the fasting is to give up something so that we can replace it with something very a practice that's bringing us closer to God, yeah. right? So when we're when we give up something, it shouldn't just be say, "Well, I'm testing myself to see if I can do it." That's fine, you know. But what we should be doing is looking at if I'm going to give something up, whether it's TV or if it's candy or whatever it may be, what am I going to do in place of that? You know, if I'm going to give up an hour of TV, but yet I just go do something else that I that I enjoy doing. Have I really given anything up or have I just traded one for the other? Because if I give that up and I don't spend that time somehow replacing it and growing in my relationship with Christ, then have we missed the point? You know, that's that's a question I have. That's a good question. 
I hope you can answer. I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I agree with you because there's there's times where um, we we spin all our wheels and go in the wrong direction, and that's mm -hmm. usually because we're 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 taking care of what looks good on the outside and kind of mm -hmm. like brag not bragging but kind of say you know what man i've gone three days without eating you know that's what i'm doing mm -hmm. but then what are you doing you're 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 are you practicing humility yeah i mean you know what you're doing you're kind of bragging like you're you're trying to one-up people sometimes you may not really be doing that but in the perspective of guys going look man i mean i want you to do something to show sacrifice something for me mm -hmm. you know i want you to develop yourself to get closer to me like you said tie yourself closer to christ yeah so that's what lynn is all about it's a it's about practicing like sacrificing something that that may be something that you 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 do too much of that probably isn't healthy mm -hmm. but yet in the process or substitute that time to spend more time getting closer to christ well that's why i hate like i hate the phrase give up what are you giving up for lent you know, because it, a give, give up you know, almost connotates up. like yeah. a punishment. Like, what? Well, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I'm taking something from you. This is a punishment for the next 40 days of my life. And if we're going into Lent that way, then we're then, gosh, it seems like a pretty terrible way to experience this this gift that God gives us of, of us being able to go into the desert with Christ and really examine our life. I, I prefer offer up. Like, what am I going to offer Christ instead of give up? You know, something he takes from me. What am I going to, or I, I'm, you know, saying he's taking from me. What can I offer him, which is more of my time or 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 things like that? And, and it makes me think sort of 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 you know the verses that we've heard, you know, where Jesus has talked about the Pharisees before, where it says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, clean cleanse first the inside of the cup, so that the outside may be clean. And I think sometimes we get caught up in all this. What am I giving up? And what am I, all this stuff to, to on the exterior to make us look like we're really practicing Lent in a way. And, 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 but yet, are we missing the point of not cleansing the interior, the, the invitation of, of, of God to, for us to go out into the desert with Christ, into this, into this training ground, into this spiritual battleground, like this, where this warfare takes place. When you look, when you look in the, you know, it, it in the scriptures where Jesus goes out in the desert you know, he doesn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights. You know, he's fasting. But then the devil comes to attack. And, and, and the devil sits there and he gives him temptations just like we all face in our lives. You know, the devil's always trying to get us to turn away from God the way he was Christ. And so in this period, like, that's what we should be focusing on. That's what I personally believe we should be focusing on. And what I'm trying to do this Lent is, is to say, all right, instead of, and, and I struggled with it. Like, what am I, I, I did the same thing. What am I going to give up? What am I going to offer up? And I couldn't come to any conclusion that, that, you know, that was very obvious. And then one day I started to realize some struggles I was having in my life. You know, just some, some personal things where I was, I didn't like the way I was thinking about certain things or certain people. And I thought, you know what? Instead of giving up something superficial, something exterior that might cause me a little bit of, of, you know, I wish I could have that candy bar. I wish I could drink Coke or I could, you know, whatever. That now I've said, Lord, I'm going to offer up an extra 20 minutes of my day. Like on top of all the other prayer and the stuff that I'm doing anyway, I'm going to give 20 minutes of my day just to sit silently. You know my wounds. I know my wounds. And I'm just going to invite you into those to help me heal them, to help me find the reasons behind these, why I feel this way. And to help me just just to peel back the scab and go to work on them through those forty days, and and I think that's that's when we when we look at Lent that way is an opportunity to go out into that desert to remove ourselves from our regular um, 
the things that distract us from Christ, the things that, that we're caught up in the world, it gives us a, a tremendous opportunity to really dig deep and to cleanse the inside of that cup and not just worry about what people are seeing me do on the outside, but letting Christ work on my inside. Right. Well, that's what you're going to is, is that great parable of um, Jesus calling the Pharisees. He's mm-hmm. going, look, yeah, you, you, when you're, you're fasting, you're, you're making sure you look haggard. You're walking around, and, and when you're giving money, you have a little tinkle of a, like little bells or something like that, so people look where the sound's coming from, and he sees money thrown all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, you're drawing attention to yourself in the wrong way when you should be drawing attention to Christ. And it's all done secretly. Um, and that's what Lent's about. You know, those 40 days with Christ is like, you know, what am I doing internally? You know, sure. what, how can I, like you say, clean house with all the stuff that I've stored up, you know, jammed in, kind of in a pack rat of, of things and vices that probably I need to talk about to go into confession reconciliation. Because Lent is also a time for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many times where you're doing Stations of the Cross, you're doing um, reconciliation. You know, you're doing adoration. I mean, there's something going on every day, you mm-hmm. know, and Mass is there every day as well. And and you're getting to the point to where we we have to make sure that we don't focus on the external self of us. You know, we have to make ourselves look as if we're not suffering, but yet spending that time deeper in prayer and adoration, uh, going to Mass, exploring other opportunities to grow our faith. Right, and you have to be vulnerable with yourself during this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the other thing. You know, we talk about vulnerability a lot. But I think starting off Lent was with asking the Lord, like, where am I struggling in my life? Where Where is it that I'm being tempted? And we all know that. We may act like we don't, but we know the struggles we have in our life and the pulls, whether it's to something like lust or, or just the various number of struggles that men have out there. You know, we know what they are. And this is a point where we can we can pinpoint those and go out like Christ did with the power of the Holy Spirit and face those temptations head on to really spend the next 40 days looking at this is is how do I defeat this in my life? Well, Christ shows us. He used Scripture to defeat the devil every single time that he brought some temptation to him. He shoved Scripture down his throat. you know. And, and another thing that I love about it is that it invites us. I mean, Jesus shows us that it can be done. And some people will say, that, yeah, but he was God. And yes, he was fully God and fully man, but yet he still felt every bit of those temptations, of those sufferings, of those hungers, of those thirst. And and he was still able to defeat the devil. And it, it builds such an example from us that we need to draw courage from because he didn't back down. He had the spirit with him. He had the power to do that. And we do too. We have that spirit inside of us. So Lent is just a, a wonderful time to, to look at like we're walking into that desert side by side, hand in hand with the Lord. And able to face our own temptations and to stare the devil down and to say that I'm not turning my back on God, that I'm going to use this period to grow in my relationship, to grow in strength, and to come out of it the other side of this Lent, which should be the purpose of this journey, stronger than I was when I went into it, with more of a purpose to my life, with more of an understanding of what God's calling me into and the fact that I can do anything that he's calling me to with his help and his support. That's great because when you're talking that, I just had a memory of, of me coming to the church. You know, mm-hmm. like you had the whole RCA starting from September, and then you're kind of rolling in the end year where like Easter is like the big show where you are fully being part of the church. And and Lent was such a special occasion for me when I was coming into the church because it was a sense of like I'm getting closer to receiving Christ fully, you know, mm-hmm. in body and blood. 
And maybe we need to have like a mindset. We have to renew ourselves in the sense of saying, like we're coming, like how we were so excited for converts, that is, coming into the church, but also for people who are young enough to, they were always in a part of the Catholic Church. And I know they're probably second grade, you know, so they may not remember that, but but come up, come up to the sense of like, this is something uh, special. This is something I need to hold uh, dearly to my heart and really focus on like doing everything that I can to a sense of a purification, mm-hmm. you know? And, and maybe Easter Vigil, I know a lot of people love it or some people have issues with it because of the, the length, but it's such an amazing ceremony. And, and it really pulls you into the whole idea of what Lent is coming into Easter. And, and I mean, that's that scripture you're talking about is that the saying is pulling yourself back into the sense of being close to God. Yeah, and it, I mean, it should be the desire on all our hearts. I mean, I agree with you. Easter Vigil can be long, but it's a beautiful service. It is. You know, it's and it's amazing. We're welcoming other people into the church, which we should be, that should be one of the number one things we should be glad to do, yeah. especially in these times where we've got so many people that are walking away from it or or the troubles that we've had, you know, to be welcoming in, uh, obviously, new new brothers and sisters is, is a wonderful experience. And and that's what's so great about Lent is is you know, we go into that desert period, and, and, and that's such a precursor to the victory on the cross, right? I mean, Christ was able to be victorious out there in the desert. Um, now, it does say that the devil left him for a time, so we need to be wary about that too. You know, when we come out of Lent, it doesn't mean that the fight's over. I mean, it really means the fight's just begun, especially if you've grown closer to the Lord. The devil's obviously going to, you know, key up and turn up his efforts to thwart you and trip you up at every, every turn, so we need to be aware of that. But, I mean... You know, one of the I have a quote here that really supports what we've been saying. I love this. It's it's from the founder of the Madonna House, Catherine Doherty, and it says, "Lent is a time of going very deeply into ourselves. What is what is it that stands between us and God, between us and our brothers and sisters, between us and life, the life of the Spirit? Whatever it is, let us relentlessly tear it out without a moment's hesitation." I love that quote. When I read that. As we were, as I was preparing for the show, mm-hmm. I thought like that says everything I want to say. Like that's that's a Lent. When you read that, you know that like if, if you go through Lent that way, you're coming out different, sure, right? That you're you're nothing's being held back. It's not about simply giving up something to make us uncomfortable, but really to go in there and examine ourselves to really say what is it that's keeping me from you, Lord, and what is it that I need, even if it makes me suffer, you know, even if it's something that's hard for me to come to grips with. What is it? Because here's the thing. When Christ comes out of the desert and then he knows, okay, I've chosen one of two paths, right? There's a fork in the road there. I can either give into the temptations of the devil and have all this power and this easy life and all this stuff that he, he was trying to tip me with in the, in, the, in the desert, or I choose the virtuous path, the hard path, the narrow gate, which is going to lead me to nothing but suffering and an eventual painful death. And he accepted all of that. And we have to understand that too. That, that through this, it's not going to be easy, but yet we have a choice that has to be made, this Lent. And we can choose to either take the easy path and avoid the avoid the trials and the tribulations we need to go through and fall easily into the temptations of the devil to give up whatever it is that we've chosen to do halfway through Lent, or just to say that it's too tough or 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 whatever it may be, whatever issue that we're having, or we've got to we can look at it as Yes, the road I'm gonna I'm gonna choose is holiness or this this path to virtue, and it's gonna be hard, you know. But that's also an invitation to tie whatever struggles that we're having, those interior things that nobody knows about, those things we hide, the mask that we put on, to to really face those in the spiritual warfare out here in the desert with Christ, 
and to be able to say, you know what, Jesus, I choose your path and I choose to take you by the hand and to walk with my own cross next to you all the way to Calvary to sit here and to, and to, to take these things that I'm struggling with and, and die to them. You know, at, 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 at Easter, to, to give them up and to be risen anew with the Lord as a new person, as somebody that's that's gotten past these particular temptations or struggles, and to move forward in my life with a new mindset. You know, a lot of times I think we come out of Lent and we go, man, I'm glad that's over. I can eat chocolate again. And we gorge ourselves on the 41st day with chocolate. Or or if we gave up alcohol, we get ripped, you know, on the day after after Easter because we're able to do that now, right? That's over with. But it's never truly over with. You know, the way that I'm trying to look at my life now is that I'm in an ongoing season of Lent in my life. Like for what it calls you to, obviously, you know, Lent is a, a season of the year, but what it calls us to is just not a temporary change, not a not a forty day can I do this? You know, one of these, you know, try it cleanse, and see what comes out. Forty day cleanse, yeah. Get an easy yeah. get a can of easy off bam for mm-hmm. your trouble, you know. Not none of these made for TV stuff, but like this this invitation to change my life forever, to to not just be a short, you know, drop in the bucket, something I did, you know, not a New Year's resolution, but these things that we can go into Lent, go to battle with Christ for, and come out the other side and say, I mean, now I know how I want to live my life. And, I, and now that I've gotten these things out of the way, I can concentrate that. I can take these disciplines that I've learned and these steps I've taken and continually grow closer, closer to Christ. As we said last week in the personal relationship, that's what we've always got to be doing is to grow you know, into that relationship with Christ. So the hope is that, that we can go into this Lent with these with these mindsets and look if if you chose something we've been talking about we're not trying to to cast anybody out or make anybody feel bad for the choices they've made you can always add on things if you didn't think about it from this this perspective you know you there's nothing against going back and saying look you know from this day forward I'm also going to do this um, you know I'm doing several things right now I'm doing the consecration uh, to Jesus through Mary with you I'm going back through rise with another guy at our parish uh, you know I'm, I've added that 20 minutes onto the daily prayer so there's plenty of things that we can do you're not locked into just one thing you know right. obviously if you if you promised the Lord you were going to give up something then I would probably stick to that to the best I could but we should really take a moment to look into this interior longing and this gaze that we're talking about here because I think that's where you're going to find the real fruit in your land. Sure. And and kind of something that, uh, again, a, a simile or metaphor, whichever one you want to take, is that uh, I have an idea, like, Lynn is kind of like finding a gemstone. You know, it's kind of like finding something like, wow, this is a great experience. But then giving more of yourself to God is like polishing it, mm-hmm. like making it really shine. And, and that's what Lent should be, is that it renews you. It makes the light within you shine so much brighter and that you're going out and you're really following God's will and, 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 and really encouraging others to do it. And that's why it's so life-changing and a formation of the self, uh, away from the selfishness, but more so into the God-likeness. Mm-hmm. If that's possible, I don't know. But, I mean, it's like you feel those little closer movements to Christ. The older you get and the more you kind of really take Lent seriously, you kind of find yourself, like, being less agitated or... Or like you're driving and someone cuts you off is you don't do the finger immediately, but you're saying <laughs> something, you know, in your mind yeah. and you're like, nope, you know, there's like, there's like this temperance happening, you know, within your spirit. And and that's where God wants you to be is like always being uh, present with him, 
right. always thinking of the other person and never really bulldozing people over and saying, this is what I'm doing. Everyone needs to follow me or else, you know, God isn't going to be as close to you as, as you should. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense what I just said, but, but that's what I'm trying to say is that be in touch with God, follow a sense of, of what your will is by being closer to him. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing. We we've you know, a lot of times we get caught up in in so much of the exterior that we don't look at that. You know, that we just we we're we're so concerned on keeping these 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 observances of what I've you know, of not having this and denying myself yeah. that that we forget the meaning behind it. And it is to truly to grow up like this is just supposed to be an offering to the Lord, not not a yeah yeah like a sacrifice not an annoyance right, or right. to ourselves, but to an offering, offering to say yeah like Lord, I give that. you this, and 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 this is to to grow in relationship with mm-hmm. you and to to really honor you with this time and, and your sacrifices in this journey that you're fixing to go on that you did for me this this giving of your own life for us, and and the thing is like I think so often we look at this we go into it. It's just, it's like another period, right? Spring, summer, you know, fall, winter, there's Lent, there's Advent. We look at it at these small pockets of time, but it's really a constant invitation. And I think the more that I've grown, like you said, that I've, I've come to understand that like Christ wants more from me. He doesn't want just a temporary fix. You know, he doesn't want you changing the bandage all the, every other week. He wants you to let those things heal so that there's no need for that bandage. So, so that when Lent becomes more of a reminder every year of just of just look hey let's continue on the same path let's look at the next thing this year and the next year and the next year that we need to continue to grow on not just some other thing that we do because we're catholics but a true invitation into being transformed you know into the person that god has called us to be you know it's like i always think of of you know like a, a a piece of marble you know, and, and if you and I saw a piece of marble, we go, oh, that's just a big slab of marble. But somebody like Michelangelo carves a David out of it, you know, something that was in there the whole time. And I think that's the way that God looks at us is he's like, look, this is another opportunity for you to be docile, to be still, to give me more time so that I can pick up that chisel and you can pick up the hammer and we can start showing you what's really inside of this chunk of marble of what 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 you what your really your potential really is and the person that you can become. And if we're too busy being caught up in, in concentrating on every moment we're thinking about that piece of chocolate that we want or every moment we're wishing we could drink a beer or whatever it is we gave up, we wish we could have a hamburger, you know, then outside of Friday. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that we're forgetting, we're missing that gigantic point of this is supposed to be a place of where we're cleansing our interior to be able to grow closer to Christ, to really become the person he's called me to be. And one of the things I love the most is if you go back to that passage of Jesus in the desert, in the very beginning, it says he was, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and he was hungry. You know, I used to read that as if like, man, he was really hungry. 40 days, and 40 nights, he was starving. But I, now I read it as if, because it says he was tempted by the devil and then he uh, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. I almost read that now as if Jesus was hungry when he came out of the desert, not simply for bread and food. And yes, the angels attended to him. But he knew what his purpose was. He he was ready. He had done battle with the devil. He came out victorious, and he had the courage and everything he needed to move forward into his mission that the Lord gave him. So that's what I really want to challenge us to this Lent, is to say, are we going to come out of this Lent hungry for more? Or are we going to come to the end of it and say, ooh, I'm glad that was over. You know, man, it was tough giving up this and that. And have we missed the point? 
Or are we going to go into this deep relationship that Christ and, and God the Father is inviting us to through this 40-day journey to really understand the mission of Christ, our own temptations, and how we need to fight it to stay on our mission that he's given us, and to truly walk towards Calvary and join him on his passion with our own sufferings, our own temptations, and to join them with him and come out on the other side burning for the Lord, hungry for more. <laughs> saying, Lord, fill me up. I've moved all this junk out of my heart, right? All this clutter, all this all this stuff that I was dealing with. I've moved it out of these 40 days through this period in the desert. I've gotten rid of it. I've fasted from it. Whatever it is, it's out of there now. And Lord, I've, I just have this, this space I need to fill up and I want to fill it up with you. I have this insatiable hunger to know you more, to, to know the faith more, to, to understand what my role as a husband, a father, a brother, all these things are. Because if we don't come out of Lent like that, then I think we've missed the point. Mm-hmm. I really think we've missed the point in the grace that God tries to give us. And he's trying to give us so much that he gives us this 40-day period every year as a reminder. But just like as we grow older, like you said, I have to remind Jacob to pick his clothes off his floor uh, every day because he has a hamper right beside him. He throws the clothes on the floor. Eventually, there's going to come a time where he's going to start just doing it. I'm not going to have to remind him, hopefully. And we have to be that same way as Catholics and as Christians, that we have to grow in our faith so that we don't need just all these subtle pokes and reminders, that it becomes ingrained in us as who we are, as part of our daily life and our journey of these things that we know we need to do to be the people that God has called us to be. And yes, while Lynn is awesome and it's a gift from God, but we should look at it as another opportunity to go in in another year and strengthen another part of us. Not as just an opportunity to see if I can go 40 days without something that I enjoy in my life. We need to go deeper than that. And we need to look at the things that God is calling us to in our lives that we know, like we said, in, in our own interior, in our hearts, we know what it is that's keeping us from him. And we need to really sit down, have the courage to look at that and say, all right, God, here they are. I'm inviting you into them. Let us go out into the desert together over the next 40 days and fight these temptations Use scripture to get through through these things the same way that he did and come out the other side hungry, looking for, for the next thing I can do in my life to grow closer to him. And if we're doing that, then I'm telling you, you will have the most powerful Lent you've ever had in your life. This isn't you know a commercial or I know everything this time of year is saying that, but I can guarantee you from personal experience, if you go into this Lent with that kind of mindset, you're going to come out a changed man. That's right. So, guys, I know it's going to be difficult, but don't be afraid. Look at those things that are keeping you away from Christ in your life. Take them to the desert and let God help you heal them. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, Lent is such an amazing opportunity to grow. It's an invitation to go out into the desert with your Son and face our own temptations. Help us to resist the urge to simply go through the motions this Lent. And Father, let the changes we are about to make not only last for this Lenten season, but for the rest of our days. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.